All right, everybody, welcome to BO Boys for Tuesday, September 6th. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat, and I'm gloating, Clayton. I'm gloating. Go right ahead and gloat. I gotta gloat. Um, I mean, I know you're gonna plow, but I think I gotta gloat before the plow because of a tweet. And I know mm-hmm. tweets aren't ticks, but on this episode of the BO Boys, tweets are gloats. Let me set the stage for you. The day was July 11th, 2022, and uh, an account called Pat, the B.O. Boys podcast, Dango, at Pat Stango. That's me. That's my Twitter. Uh, I said this on July 11th, and I, and, I, and I tweet, box office prediction, hashtag Top Gun Maverick will once again be the number one movie of the weekend sometime between now and October. My guess is the weekend of Friday, September 2nd, expanded screen count, new scenes, goes back into IMAX, Bullet Train will be out of steam, Thor Minions, nope, on streaming. That was my quote. That was my Here's tweet. what's, that's amazing. What I will say, what's even more amazing about what Maverick did, which was come back to number one, mm-hmm. is that there was no additional footage. No. There wasn't more fun stuff. No. It was... No. Just uncut Maverick. It was yep. the movie everybody has watched all summer yep. that has stayed in the top five pretty much consistently the whole time. Yeah. This movie dropped on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. It was number one on Memorial Day weekend of 2022. And it is now, you know, as you'll see in this plow, number one on Labor Day weekend 22, 2022. I predicted this on July 11th. I predicted now, this on July 11th, July 11th. and it, and it is on the public record. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't. I just said this in the hallway. This isn't hearsay. Something I said backstage. You know, before Bo Boys show. This isn't something I mentioned to a cousin at a barbecue. I tweeted this out for the world to see, July 11th, that Top Gun Maverick would get back to number one, and I called my shot. I didn't say, oh. Just sometime between now and October. I gave a date, Friday, September 2nd, that weekend. And that's what happened. And when Sony announced the Spider-Man No Way Home, more fun stuff version. Hey, listen, I got people to the movie theater. Listen, you persisted. Yes. You persisted. Yes. And you still believed that this would happen. And even over the weekend, even over the weekend, Mm -hmm. when Sony was calling it for Spidey. Mm Mm-hmm. You still believed. And you know what? Most people shouldn't stick by their tweets. Most no, well, people no, should not tweet at all. People shouldn't tweet unless they know, unless they are experts in what they're tweeting about. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and, and I, I say this here, call me Beostradamus because mm. I saw the future. I predicted the future and I knew what the future would hold and it would hold Maverick being at the the top of the box office again. I mean, why don't we plow and then we'll continue to gloat? Because yeah, so let's, let's set, let's really let the people know exactly what happened this weekend. What a plow! So what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to do the top five, and I'm going right. to do deadlines three day and four day. Okay, okay? great, great. Because we're not going to fuck around with the numbers, weekend numbers, because we're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. They, they on on they, they sometimes have a, a little bit of trouble displaying everything when it's a holiday weekend. So yeah, the de- deadline has everything through Monday. So 
Number one, Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Added 151 theaters. Its three-day was $6 million, which is plus 28%. Its four-day was $7.9 million. It is now standing at seven, $701.2 million. It is now domestically the number five movie. It has beaten Black Panther. Wow. Okay. Number two, Bullet Train lost 396 theaters. Its three-day was $5.7 million, plus 2%. Its four-day was $7.3 million in its fifth weekend. Now, Top Gun is in its 15th weekend, just to go back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three, Spider-Man No Way Home, which made 5.3 in its three-day and 6.5 in its four-day for a total of $811.3 million in its 29th weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number four was DC Super Pets, which lost 169 theaters. Its three-day was $5 million. That's plus 22%. Mm-hmm. Its four-day was $6.3 million for a total of $81.7 million in its sixth week. And number five, The Invitation, another Sony movie. Was had a three day of four point eight down twenty nine percent. Its four day was six million. It's at a total of fifteen million dollars in its second weekend. So that's mm-hmm. your top five. Now, what's interesting here is is Sony was calling Spider Man all weekend as the mm-hmm. number one, mm-hmm. and it was not even close. Its other movie, Bullet Train, beat it. Right, right. Well, well, it does seem like what happened was. Spider-Man did all of his business on Friday. Because if you yeah. just look at Friday and extrapolate out from that, which is usually it works out well to do that, it looked like Spider-Man would with the weekend, but it dropped big time between Friday and Saturday business. And, you know, Maverick actually increased. Bullet Train had a good hold over the course of the weekend. I mean, basically the Spider-Man No Way Home more fun stuff. Addition, people who wanted to see it mainly went on Friday to see it. You know, you Mm -hmm. probably had a lot of people reserve tickets ahead of time, went on Friday, and then that was pretty much it. You know, Maverick held strong. You know, I'll say one thing about my tweet, which was get on, of course. But part of what I said is I talked bullet train will be out of steam by then. And... You know, listen, obviously Top Gun Maverick has pulled ahead of Bullet Train for the weekend, which is incredible. Bullet Train, I would say, at this moment in time, is not out of steam. It's holding well. This is a movie that is playing very well. Uh, I I know you, you, you hate to hear this. Brad Pitt, I think, once again, showing as a movie star. Because right now, Bullet Train, at this point in time, after its fifth week, is actually made a little bit more money total domestically than the Lost City at this exact point in time. So Bullet Train is on pace for 100, 105 possibly. That's what Lost City did. Bullet Train's having a good run. It didn't fully run out of steam, but listen, a train cannot outrun, you know, a fighter jet. And, mm-hmm. and that's what we saw right now. Eventually, you give that Bullet Train a head start, but the fighter jet's still going to pass it by. Now, there's a famous saying that the arc of the universe 
is long, but it bends towards justice. Okay. And I believe that to be true, and I believe that it was proven Mm -hmm. this weekend with Top Gun's win Mm -hmm. on a Labor Day weekend Mm -hmm. where all the Joe Lunch Pails Mm -hmm. and the uh, Kathleen Kathleen Crocheters Uh came out and saw Maverick, and I think this is the crowning achievement of its run, that Mm -hmm. it could come back. At the end of its run, it's still going to go, but I mean, the end of summer. This was the movie of the summer. This is a movie of the decade. Yeah. It could be a movie of the century. I think it will be. Yeah. So I do think that this is a great, I said the story, it's not over, but this would be a great kind of capper to the summer for this to be number one. And so it makes me believe in a moral just universe. Right, right. I mean, when there is the documentary about the box office run of Maverick. Mm -hmm. Which we will be talking heads on. Of course. Yes. I mean, especially after this tweet. I mean, your tweet's going to be, I think, uh, you might lead with the tweet in this documentary. Yeah. That's the first thing you see is your tweet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, maybe you lead with a montage early on of all of the release uh, schedule delays of Maverick There'll probably be some kind of, you know, you show a bit of a press conference uh, where where COVID is, is, you know, they're talking about the, the COVID pandemic starting March 2020. That'll all be in there. That'll all be in there. And of course, if they get the right, some footage of the original Top Gun, that'll all be in there. But in that documentary about the, the Maverick box office run, my tweet will be prominently featured. We'll be talking heads. And... This weekend is probably the finale of that documentary. You know, Maverick yeah. hitting number one on Labor Day weekend is going to be how that documentary wraps up. Now, will they, would you want to be referred to on that documentary as B.O. Stradamus? I think that is one of the things you could put in my lower third, you know, in the cry on there. It's Pat Sango, co host B.O. Boys, slash B.O. Stradamus. Slash, okay. you know, however much, uh, you know, if, if at that point I have, a, have accrued like a large bank account, I would want that figure in there too. Really? You know, okay. Yeah, you know, just I, I say put it in there, depending on the number, put it in there. But you've got nothing to hide. No, I mean, as long as there's a lot, then don't hide it. That's that's what mm. I say. So we'll see by the time this documentary comes out. But I think Beostradamus is in there. You know, there's probably, unfortunately, this will most likely be not a feature film documentary. It'll end up being like a six-part documentary on Netflix. I know, I know, that's awful. But you might end up getting a full episode of that uh, documentary series just on the tweet. I think, best case, this is a bonus feature on the Criterion Collection DVD Mm. and Blu-ray. That would be great, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think the documentary about the box office run of Maverick gets distributed in a lot of ways. It probably has a Fathom event, you know, a Clerks Three style Fathom event premiere in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. It'll, you know, maybe gets a, a run on a streamer like Netflix, and and is included, yeah, on the Criterion uh, edition of Maverick. But you know, now, this this tweet is going to have to get at least thirty minutes of coverage in that documentary. 
Yeah, I mean, it is, uh, you know, I, I, I do think it's amazing. I, of course, agreed with you. You did you did put the pen to paper as it is by tweeting. Right. I right. don't have a Twitter. Right. So I didn't tweet. I But the B.O. boys, I mean, you kind of are tweeting for two. Sure, sure. But, you know, the credit goes to one. I, I, listen, right. you're, you're B.O. Stradamus. I'm just going to be... Be, uh, be a Stradamus's co-host, right? right? I mean, right. that's what I'll be. I'll just be happy to be in the documentary. Right, right. Um, so, you know, a lot of credit goes to me, but a lot of credit also goes to Top Gun Maverick. The popularity of this movie just cannot be overstated at this point. It is a phenomenon. Fans rallying behind it. It's Titanic level. People are just seeing this movie over and over and over again. It is a religious experience at this point. Absolutely. Maverick. And, and I, a good one. A good one. I do think mm-hmm. that people saw that number with Spidey and were like, this cannot happen. Now, listen, I am glad that people went to see that movie in the number that they did because anything – is good to keep theaters running. I mean, we're going to talk about National Cinema Day, which was a smash success. What, 8.1 million people mm-hmm. participated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that? And I do think that that was a positive thing. But I do think there was a groundswell of saying, we cannot allow this stale movie to Spider-Man beat no the movie home. of the summer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We cannot allow it to beat the movie this summer because Spider-Man had its time. It was the movie of the winter. It was the movie right. of right. the early, you know, late 2021, early 2022. Maverick is the movie of the summer and it deserved to be number one at the end of the summer. Yeah. No, the, the, the symmetry here of being number one on Memorial day and then on labor day is uh, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. So it's going to make yeah. for a great documentary. I mean, let's talk about National Cinema Day. So for people who don't know, on Saturday, September 3rd, uh, it was $3 movie tickets at, it seems like the majority of movie theaters around the country, it was a, everyone was participating. You know, this Mm -hmm. was not just an AMC thing or just a Regal thing or just a small chains thing. I mean, they pretty much got the majority of theaters participating. I mean, it looks like, what, 30,000 screens? Uh, 3,000 participating theaters, 30,000 screens, offering $3 tickets, discounts at concessions, and this is key, they also showed a a four-and-a-half-minute pre-show sizzle with peaks of upcoming titles from all the different studios. So, Mm -hmm. you know, this National Cinema Day had a lot of goals here you know it was basically new would be a slow weekend no big movies so they wanted to do a big promotion to just get people through the doors remind them of the joy of movie going and with a crowd right right because right. with a crowd three dollar tickets are going to get the crowds out yeah 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 i mean for context so this is from uh the deadline report that this weekend actually sold more tickets 
at the theater. Then the weekend we had, or, you know, the Labor Day weekend of uh, 2020, or I'm sorry, 2021, which last year's Labor Day weekend did feature the opening weekend of Shang-Chi, the, the Marvel movie, which made, what, $90 million in this opening weekend? But this year, because of National Cinema Day's discounted tickets, the Labor Day's three-day weekend actually sold more tickets this year than uh, were sold on Labor Day 2019, which is the last pre-COVID year, and Labor Day 2021, which featured the opening of a huge Marvel movie. So what it did is you got more people in the door. Obviously, you collected less ticket revenue because the tickets were so discounted, but you sold more tickets. You got more people in the building. And Clayton, what happens... What happens yeah. when you get more people inside a movie theater? Well, they buy more concessions. Yep. They buy more concessions. Right? So that's the thing is we talk about the BO because we love the BO, right? We like mm-hmm. to talk about the filthy lucre that the movies make. But for box office to continue, for theaters to continue, they need to keep the lights on. And what keeps the lights on at theaters is concessions. The yep. more butts in the seats, the more jujubes yeah. that are being spilled onto said seats. Yeah. Yeah. The more nacho cheese that is being dripped onto said seats. Yeah. The yeah. more soda that is being spilled onto said seats. Yeah. 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 And all of that spillage, all of that droppage, all of that porridge on the seats, you have to pay to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so those theaters, when they see a nacho cheese covered seat after a movie, They thank God because that nacho cheese means money. You have to spend money to buy that nacho cheese. So the spilled nacho cheese on the floor, maybe maybe the teenage pimply faced uh, uh, movie theater attendants, maybe they don't love having to clean up nacho cheese off the floor, but that nacho cheese made money for the theater. And yes. You know, I, I think that, uh, and you always hear that the 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 margins on these concessions are great. So the more people you could get in the door, the more nacho cheese you could sell, the more popcorn you could sell, the better. You can't do this every weekend. You can't just deeply discount movie tickets because, uh, you know, the studios aren't going to allow that because the studios are making their money off of the ticket sales. So mm-hmm. you can't just, all right, we're going to do $3 tickets going forward so we get more people in so we can sell more popcorn. That's not going to work long term. No. But as a one-time thing on what was going to be a slow weekend, I mean, this seems like a huge success. Great yes. success. So, so uh, let's, let's – uh, is there anything else we want to talk about because we we were going to come in and out real fast because it's late at night. Right. We were going to do this on Wednesday, but we had to do it tonight. No, we had Honor Maverick. We had a gloat about my tweet. I mean, I think is there, you know, National Cinema Day, $3. It's maybe it's something you could do more often throughout the year. You know, find ways to make it more than a yearly event. I mean, this isn't even a yearly event. This is a seems like a first time event but it seems like it worked so 
maybe you find other weekends on the calendar throughout the year where it makes sense to do this. You know, January famously will have some slow weekends and, you know, uh, maybe this is a permanent Labor Day thing. But I think you get some national, national cinema days on the calendar a couple of times a year on these like predicted slow weekends and you just sell mm-hmm. some extra popcorn. So just overall, mm-hmm. there was, I was looking at this article by, of course, Anthony D. Alessandro, mm-hmm. who writes, chaos isn't reigning at summer box office with 3.3 billion plus despite exhibitions woes, right? So he's talking about 91% rebound in the annual summer domestic box office from 1.7 billion in 2022 tw- um, to 2021 mm-hmm. to 3.35 billion mm-hmm. through August 30th and a 90% explosion in admissions from the May to Labor Day period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From 153 million to 291 million over the same okay. period before that, right? So Things are increasing. Right. Things are getting better. But again, like we said, there's just not enough product. And Maverick did do a lot of heavy lifting. I mean, this is something that made 700 plus million domestic. Without Maverick, we are looking at a bad summer. We are, but it's when you look at individual titles, the only big, big movie that came out this summer that bombed. What is slight year is light year is slight year. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is. It's amazing. It took us till this far into the run to call it slight year. But yes, it's worth it. So slight year is the only big movie that bombed. I mean, most of these big summer movies did better than you would have hoped they would not just add yes. it, not just around it, but look at and we gave it some some gruff, but look at something like Thor, Love and Thunder. It ends up making more domestically than Ragnarok. You know, Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange, that I would say in the end, overperformed. Jurassic World Dominion did great. Black Phone making, what, 85, 90 million at this point? That is crazy how much that movie overperformed as a Blumhouse horror movie that probably would have been profitable if it had topped out at 30 million. It's at around 90 million. It's a, yeah, it's cra- at 89 right now, probably 90 after Monday. Right. We're the crawdancing, of course. 80 million for a movie with no stars that's just based on a book. Incredible. Again. It's at 85. 85, 85. plus. It, it's, it's amazing. Bullet Train is going to make over 100 just based on being a Brad Pitt action movie. You mm-hmm. know, all of these summer movies on a one-by-one one basis. Elvis. 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 Elvis, where Elvis. before the summer, like maybe it'll do Rocket Man business. You know, best case, it'll make 90 million, you know, mid level uh, music biopic. What is it at? 140, 150? I mean, all of these summer movies, one to one, other than Slight Year, are overperforming. There just weren't enough of these movies. And you might say, well, if there were more big movies, maybe some of these would have done a little less because they, but. I, I don't know if that's the case. People went, mm-hmm. maybe they just would have went to the movie theater more if we didn't have those random weekends across the summer that just didn't have any big releases. If we had yeah. a normal 
almost every weekend has a big release type of summer. This summer would have been bigger than 2019, 2018, all of the usual pre-COVID summers. It just would have been. People want to go to the theater now. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, so I do think we did get a email okay. from Danny Eskimology. Great. Of course, from the I Screen, You Scream, four movies. Yes. Number Great five, yes. And he says, sorry for another spam-like tweet, Pat and Clay, but you know it's time and we need to applaud and celebrate harder than usual because our beloved most antipasto and probably movie of the year has achieved both goals. Number one, reclaiming the number one at the box office. Number two, passing Black Panther domestically, surpassing in the top five highest grossing domestic box office of all time. Wow. He said, I may not be planned guest by the time you do this episode, but one way we can celebrate is by applauding, which is the only way we can do it for now. By the way, going to watch Top Gun Maverick at home to celebrate the love for this. Thanks for reading and applauding. Danny, your emails are never spam. Oh, my God. No. I no. mean, they go straight to the top of our inbox. Yes. We are not All filtering right. any Danny Eskimology emails. Uh, no. Starred. Are, they're starred, starred emails. They're important yes. emails. Yes. yes. So, and, I, and, and I love his coverage of all this on Ice Cream, You Scream for Movies. You know, his podcast yeah. is mostly reviewing and talking about new movies, but he's been celebrating Maverick. Uh, yes. Of course, from his favorite studio, Paramount. I mean, Danny Eskimology is famously a big supporter of what Paramount's done this year. And yes. uh, I- I'm happy that he's able to bask in what Maverick has done. Yeah, so we did also get an email from Austin. He emailed us two days ago mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. said he was bummed that Maverick isn't going to be number one because, of course, Sony was calling Spidey all weekend. Mm-hmm. But now he is not bummed, I'm sure. He right. thinks 720 is definitely within sight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're going to get deeper into Austin's email on the preview episode because there's a lot here and we want to talk about it. And we'd be, we, we would uh, not be giving it its due if we uh, just skim through it now. But he loves National Cinema Day, thinks it's a big success. Mm-hmm. So, Austin, we're going to get to you. You send us a file, too, to play. We're going to listen to that. And uh, we're going to we're going to talk about it on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. But we got I, we got to put together this mixed clap file because we've gotten some claps. Obviously, there's still time because we haven't aired it yet. If you want to get in on the 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 joint clapping for Top Gun Maverick, which we will yes. mix your claps together with our claps and we will put out a celebratory clap episode for Top Gun Maverick. Email us at the B.O. Boys podcast at gmail.com. For those of you who've already sent us claps, we're collecting these claps. Yes. We'll mix these claps and all of our claps will clap together for Top Gun Maverick. On a, on we a want it to episode. be a, a cacophony of claps. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we're not going to clap today. We will, we will have that episode where we are clapping and you will be clapping too. Yeah, yeah. And, man, it's, I mean, is there any final gloating you want to do, Pat? I know you gloated at the beginning, but it just, it's, you just nailed this so hard. And I do think that everybody out there, retweet that tweet. Share yes. that tweet. Yes. Because yes. show people that 
you listen to a podcast where somebody actually knows what they're talking about. They're yes. not just sitting around and and uh, talking about theories and stuff they found out on the internet. This this is a man, Pat. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about ma- Pat uh, yeah, Biostradamus, as he'll be known as. Mm-hmm. Has the facts extrapolated those facts, put something out there, and it came true. I think the proof is in the pudding there. Right, all right, right, right. I mean, uh, there's a there's a uh, a field of work called futurists. You know, where mm. people they sit down, they they know uh, they do heavy duty research into the sciences, into what's going on in pop culture and literature and, and uh, oceanography and, and animal kingdom. They just, they, they study everything, they put it together and they predict what the future of our plan is going to look like in all these different ways. At this point, I would consider myself a futurist after that tweet. I think, I think uh, people who work in the field of futurism, uh, they're going to be ringing uh, my doorbell and asking me to, you know, join their organizations. So I, and, and maybe I will, maybe I won't. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, not only should we be applauding Maverick, we should be applauding you, but, yeah. uh, uh, but, but when we put the collapse together, it'll just be for Top Gun Maverick. Of course. It'll absolutely. just be for Maverick. Um, if I you want to send personal claps to Pat, go ahead and do that. Uh, clap by retweeting my tweet. That'll be how mm. you show your claps. And then you could put like the little clap emoji on there as well. You know, so we'll do so, we'll do yeah. the claps for me that way. Retweet my tweet, little clap emoji, you know, hashtag Beostradamus. So tweets aren't ticks, but retweets are claps. Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Great, yeah. great. All right, Pat. I mean, I think we did it. Half an yeah. hour on the dot. Yeah. Where can they find us? Where can they send us these claps? Of course, as always, email us at theboboyspodcast at gmail.com. Send us your claps. And then, of course, tweet your claps for me. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, and just keep spreading the word of the B.O. Boys because, as we've shown tonight, we know what's up and we know what's going to be up. So Mm. spread the word. Email us, theboboyspodcast at gmail.com. Rate and review five stars and apples. Spread the word. Spread the word, and uh, you know we'll get all get to educate everyone in the box office together. Yes, absolutely. And I don't think there's anything left to say, Pat. No. Except until next time. We'll, we'll smell, smell you at the. At the-